Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 2, Opening Night for the Atlanta Hawks. Come on in, come on in. Um, 124 to 104, we are going to recap the game, sit back and relax. We're going to go through the whole thing. Um, I'm your host, Edub. Welcome, welcome into the Hawksby Podcast, man. We're so glad that you decided to come in and sit back and relax and uh, listen to us talk some Hawks basketball. 124 to 104. And to be honest with you, that score is not even reflective of how much a bludgeoning, <laughs> a massacre this game was, man. Trey uh, had a night, man. We're going to talk about his 37 points and 7 assists uh, in just a brief moment. Let me get rid of some of this housekeeping, man. A, 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 a large part of what we do is on the social media front. So whether you're listening to this on the podcast or uh, via YouTube or whatever, uh what helps us out is if you follow us on our social media, if you subscribe to our YouTube, if you rank us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now. But um, those things really help us out. So make sure you check with us, connect with us. And uh, we're always appreciative of the retweets and the reshares. So um, 
I think we got that out the way, man. So let me run down the show what we're going to talk about, and then uh, we're going to get into it, man. So um, I want to play a little bit of post game sound, uh, not too much. I don't want to. I don't want to sound bad y'all to death, but I want to give you guys some sound. Uh, I got some sound from Coach Pierce after the game. I got some sound from Trey Young after the game. So I want. I want to play a couple of those clips. Uh, we're going to look at. We're going to revisit the keys. I didn't do a pregame show. But I did list some keys to the game. So we're going to revisit the keys to the game. And a staple that's going to be on the podcast this week, I mean this year, is going to be our, our, our two, our two um, I don't even know what you call them. So we have a segment that's going to be called Fab Five, uh, in which I lay out the best five players for the Hawks that night. Uh, we have a segment called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh, that's kind of self-explanatory. Then I'm going to give you my uh, my player of the game. So, um, of course, you, <laughs> we kind of understand who that's going to be. But we're going to get into all those things, man. But before we do, uh, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 2. Recapping the Atlanta Hawks and the Chicago Bulls, uh, I want to play a little post-game sound from uh, Lloyd Pierce, and we have some sound from Trey Young. So I want to I want to play some of those clips, and then I'll talk about uh, what they had to say. How hard is it, or is it hard at all, to not get the guys and and yourself to overreact to one game? Obviously, you guys were up by forty at one point, and it was a blow. Is it hard to you know not get these guys too excited? I recall you asking me a question after our second game last year when we were 2-0, and and I told you we had a long season. <laughs> Same thing. kind of what happened after that. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's everything. You're, you're going to see teams get off to hot starts. You're going to see teams kind of struggle out the gate. You're going to see some of the unusual things that I think are going to happen this year. We saw a postponement already. Um we have to respect them and keep saying we have to respect this game. We have to come in and we got practice tomorrow. We got to get in some work. Uh, we're off on Christmas and flying, and then we got a team in Memphis that you know has always given us a, a hard time. So respect is at the at the top of the list. Work is is right next to it. Um, if we're respecting this game, we're going to continue to work. If we continue to work, I think we'll be fine. I guess performances you've really seen Trey put together. Uh, start to finish yeah you know i I thought you know the biggest thing i can count the three blunders on my hand that i thought you know and that and when you're starting to to criticize the guy on three kind of iffy plays you know i I think he's managing and controlling and playing efficient basketball and that was really the key tonight all right so that was some sound from lloyd uh i thought it was very interesting of him just giving perspective and it's always fun with that first win, right? It's always fun with the first win. You see all these tweets. Hawks are going 72-0. and 0. <laughs> And those are always fun. And But, you know, you have to offer some perspective. You have to offer some perspective. And the NBA season is a long grind, even if it's 72 games. Uh, putting some perspective. Look, man, Trey's not going to be shooting like this every night. It's not going to be like this every night. There's going to be nights where folks are going to be like, what is Lloyd doing? He's got to be fired. So uh, let's take this one and enjoy it for what it is. 
and uh, let's just put some perspective on it. And I think that it, it was very interesting what he had to say about Trey, about him just having fun. And to me, Trey's always just had fun. But to me, uh, and something this is something that Renee Montgomery pointed out in the post game. And I think Renee does a great job. Uh, well, I think she did a great job tonight for her first broadcast with the Hawks. Um, Trey didn't seem to have to work like a dog like he did last year. And last year, man, Trey put up numbers, but he just seemed like he was just working like a dog. He seemed like he was really within himself. He seemed uh, like he wasn't pressing. Uh, and his numbers were just, I mean, they were they were through the roof. You've seen the stats, huh? the stat line. But uh, to me, I, I think that Trey just really uh, was comfortable with, with who he was tonight. Uh, he gave Kobe quite the lose but uh let's hear a little bit of sound from trey about what he had to say after the game tonight when do you realize that you, you just have it is it during warm-ups or is it like your first shot like when, when do you realize like all right it's gonna be one of those nights uh i mean i, I usually feel that way every night walk into a gym i always feel like i'm i'm gonna have it that night um not every night is like that um but every night I come here with the same confidence, same, uh, same excitement. I mean, I, I always feel like I had every night just because of the way I prepared and the way I, uh, I worked. So uh, I always feel like I'm, I'm going to have a good night. You know, it, didn't, it doesn't always happen like that, but uh, like I said, I always feel like I do. Um, you obviously know a lot of people in your two seasons have said your stats are empty. Um, You've had you had 37 on 12 field goal attempts tonight. What do you think you could prove to those people who um, have thrown out that narrative in those two seasons? Well, it's, it's, it's one game. I, my, my, my stats have never been empty. Um, even though they've, they've lost, um, even though we've lost games, they've they've all come with effort. They all come with with uh, passion and trying to win the game. Um, so for me. They've never been empty stats, and uh, once we continue to win and um, and everything goes goes the way we, we plan um, with hard work, uh, it's, it's uh, I mean, everybody will see it's, it's the same way I feel. <laughs> I like that one. Trey pushing back a little bit like, hey, play, wait a minute. <laughs> These stats ain't never been empty, man. Ain't never been empty, man. I'll go out there and I play hard every night. So I thought that was great perspective on um, him just talking about, you know, his stats and everything and just uh, all eyes are on him. All eyes are on him this year about, uh, hey, you got to produce a winner. You got to produce a winner. And uh, tonight they got off to a great start. So, again, Hawks win 102 to 104. I didn't do a pregame this week. I mean, well, tonight. Um, but I did tweet out, and if you're on Twitter, make sure you start what you're doing right now. Start what you're doing right now. And follow the Hawks beat. Well, not the Hawks beat. Just follow Hawks beat. It's all one word. Just at Hawks beat. Go to our Twitter. Uh, we usually live tweet every game. Sometimes we'll go live there. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Periscope. Uh, what have you. But I tweeted out kind of a little, well, not really a manifesto, but uh, just tweeted out some keys to the game. And this was before the game. And we'll just kind of examine uh, what I thought or how the, how the Hawks handled these keys. The first thing I said was to strike quick, uh, to strike fast. I said the starters have to come out sharp and not dig an early hole. Now, 
they responded <laughs> in that first quarter, 42 to 29. Starters came out and they looked amazing. Like they looked really good. And and that's not that's not going to be the case every night. You're not going to have five guys hitting on all five cylinders every night. That's just not going to be the case, but that was the case tonight, man. Like I can't name a weak link in that starting five. I mean, everybody was doing what they had to do. Trey was leading. John and Gallo were, you know, making plays. Um, I thought Cam looked really good. I thought Cam was probably on the, was probably the second best player in the court uh, in that first half. Um, DeAndre looked strong. I thought that everybody looked good. So they definitely started fast, and I thought that that was very important coming into this game. My second key was I think the Hawks. What did I put? Let me let me read it because I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> if the Hawks are going to win, I had twenty and ten. Uh, if the Hawks are to win, twenty and ten from John could be a big part of the winning recipe. So I said, John, I need you to get twenty and ten from me, my guy. I need you to dominate down low since there was no Clint Capella. John had John had a good stat line. He he only played 18 minutes, which is kind of weird. Like I I kind of thought that he played a little bit more. I would have liked to see him get around 25 or so. But look, man, it's a blowout. I'm not gonna bang Lloyd. I'm not playing John Collins more <laughs> more minutes in a blowout. You know, he scored 14 points in 18 minutes, so it was good. He grabbed about four boards. Maybe could have been stronger there. But look, man, I'm not gonna bust him on anything. I thought John uh, was dominant. I thought that he made plays. That's what I want to see. You want max money? We're going to hold you accountable, sir. We're going to hold you accountable, and we want you to make plays. And, uh, you know, I, I think in the end, man, this thing is really going to work out for John. Things think it's really going to work out for John. The third key that I had before the game was this. Play defense with a chip. Hawks had the worst D in the league last year. This isn't an opinion. This is a statistical fact. The Hawks need to take all of those uh, inability to play defense storylines and use it as motivation and take some pride about their defense. Now, look, let me tell you something. You're going to have better defensive numbers when you start Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, period. <laughs> period. I mean, and those guys are still learning the NBA game, but those uh, are two really good defenders. I thought Cam was really good tonight again. Um, I thought DeAndre was good tonight. Um, but when you have the, that starting five, and, and I looked up last year's starting five and, and the game they played last year just for some reference, and the starting five that they tried out last year on opening night was, well, I, I won't go into that, but let's just say it's better this year. It's better this year. <laughs> So look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take another quick little break here from another one of our sponsors. And on the other side of the break, man, uh, we're going to go into the Fab Five, the player of the game, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your man, E-Dub. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us on all of our social medias. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. 
check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, Season 7, Episode 2, the recap of the Atlanta Hawks and the Chicago Bulls. Um, one segment that we are going to do this year is called the Fab Five. And this is just a segment in which I give you, as I get the text messages, you can <laughs> hear my text messages coming in. Shout out to uh, my homegirl, Jamila J. <laughs> good, uh, good follow if you're on Hawks Twitter. I'm sure you're probably already following her. Um, yeah, so Hawks win 124-104. And the 5-5 five, five segment is simply this. I'm going to give you the best five players of uh, the game. And it's not always going to be the starters. It's, it may be, you know, whatever, you know. But for tonight, the Fab Five for the Atlanta Hawks are the starters. <laughs> and again, it's not going to be like this all season long. It's really not, I promise you. Uh, just knowing how a season goes and how players have good games, bad games, guys stepping up from the bench, this is a deeper team. I will offer this caveat. Hold on, let me let me just tell you how the starters did. So just to get that out the way. Leading the charge, of course, Trey Young. 37 points, 7 assists, um, on 10 of 12 shooting, 5 for 6 from beyond the arc, 12 for 14 beyond the free throw line. Like, I don't, I don't know, and, and this is, I don't, I don't know if this is hyperbole, but I don't know if I've seen a more efficient Trey Young. Like, my gosh, man, like, 10 of 12, and you score 37 points, so... Trey was just amazing tonight. Uh, Cam Reddish uh, got the start. You know, Cam has a huge fan base. Cam is really beloved. And there's there's reason for that. This boy has talent. This boy has, uh, he's got all of the tools, man. 15 points, 6 rebounds. Thought he was aggressive. Thought he was aggressive, and that's what I want to see. I never want to see passive Cam. I never want to see passive Cam. Get in there, take it to the hole, take that shot. Even if you miss it. And the, that's what I'm starting to see with him and uh, DeAndre Hunter. Uh, DeAndre Hunter had 11 points, but he was a team high plus 40. Uh, five or six from the field. Hit, hit the, uh, knocked down the only three he took. Uh, I thought he was good defensively. If there was a, a caveat, maybe he was the weakest starter, but that is no, you know, that's no knock on him. You know, thought he played a really strong game, looked like a vet. John Collins and Gallinari, 13 and 14 points, respectively. Uh, John with 14 and 4, Gallinari with 13 and 4. And the thing with John and Gallinari, they play so well off of each other. The spacing is a lot better offensively when you got a guy like Gallo who can stretch the defense. I mean, yeah, stretch the defense because he can stay at the top of the key and just kind of bark, bark, you know, guys into the right positions. And you got John diving to the goal. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of things happening there, but I thought that those five were the best five. But here's my caveat. Here's my caveat. If there was a five B, <laughs> there was a five B. Uh, I got to give it to my guy Bogey. Fifteen points, seven rebounds. I thought he really stabilized that second unit. Him and Kevin Herter in the backcourt together. A lot of people had some issues about the Hawks not having a true point guard ready tonight. But Bogey really showed that he can come in and be offense and be some stability. Be some stability. And we, we've talked at length 
We've talked at length about Trey uh, last year. Whenever he go out the game, it was just a train wreck. <laughs> and we didn't have that. You know, it was nice to see Trey on the bench getting some rest. It was nice to see him rest and not just have to scratch and claw and play 38 minutes and jack up 40 shots. It was nice to give the guy a rest. And uh, so if there is a 5B, I'm not going to have a 5B on, on most nights. But if there is a 5B, I'm going to give it to my guy Bogey tonight, man. So shout out to him on his regular season uh, NBA debut. So that is the Fab Five. That is how I see it. All right. Next up, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, the this term is kind of relative. And sometimes I'll probably have to be really creative on on this but uh, the good bad and the ugly is really self-explanatory <laughs> you have your good you have your bad and you have your ugly so um for the good tonight i'll say this and it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be the good for tonight is i'm gonna go with the bench yes trey young was was amazing he was magnificent he was efficient he was a killer he's everything that you want in your uh, everything that you want in your superstar tonight, but I'm going to go a different route, and I'm going to say the play of the bench was the good tonight. Bogdanovich, 15, Herder with 11. I thought that those guys really stabilized that second unit, and again, it was nice to see Trey Young be able to get some rest. Um, and I think that that's going to be big on most nights is your depth. Uh, whether you have Bowie coming off the bench, whether you have Cam coming off the bench, whether you have DeAndre coming off the bench, that second unit is going to be critical all season long. Because I think one of the things that the Hawks did with gathering all of these assets, no, not assets, gathering these this new talent is on most nights, they're just going to be deeper than the other team. So uh, I thought tonight the bench was good. I thought they stabilized. Uh the uh, the core and stabilize the flow while Trey was out. The bad, the bad is this, and I've been kind of thinking about this. The bad is Clint Capella being out, and I'm gonna tell you why. This, I'm not, uh, I'm not sounding the alarm, but this is kind of giving me a little bit of pause. Reason being, when you look at big men and they start having nagging injuries. They typically don't get more healthy. Like, is that a word, more healthy? They typically don't get more healthy. So, missing Clint Capilla kind of concerns me. Also, with the idea of, you know, with John Collins, his situation might be in flux. So, if the idea, and this is all kind of just, just purely just speculation and just thinking. So in the idea that maybe if you let John Collins go and you invest into Capella, but Capella's dealing with injury. Like, do you see where I'm going here? So it, I, I'm not concerned, but it just kind of brought me a little bit of pause, and I really didn't like the fact that he didn't play tonight. Uh, I understand. Look, man, it's a 72-game season. Don't run the dogs out there if you don't have to. And this was a game against the Bulls that they definitely uh, should have won anyway. So, uh, but yeah, that was my bad for tonight. That was my bad for tonight. The ugly. 
<laughs> the ugly. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. And this is a guy that I really like, a guy that I'm high on, a guy that I did a lot of draft stuff on uh, last year. But the ugly for me is Kobe White. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Not only did you get a mouthful from Trey Young, but you had a bad shooting night. Two for eleven. One for seven from three. Um, it just wasn't your night, my guy. And it's okay that it's not your night. Like, it's okay that it's not your night. But, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. It was it was, it was was a bad night for you, Mr. White. So, you definitely get the ugly part tonight. But keep this in mind that I really like the Kobe White kid, and I think he's going to have a great, uh, a, a great NBA career. He has a great attitude, plays hard. Second year guy, he's gonna he's gonna have better nights. So that is my good, my bad, and my ugly. Uh, I've already given you the Fab Five, and the last part is the player of the game. So right now the player of the game is kind of more of a just a formality. <laughs> of course, uh, player of the game is one Mr. Trey Young. Listen, the boy had thirty-seven points <laughs> in 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 twenty-eight in twenty-six minutes, ten to twelve shooting, five or six from behind the arc, twelve or fourteen free throws, seven assists, six rebounds. The boy had a night, and of course he is our player. Of the game, so um, <clears throat> good win for the Hawks. Good way to start things off. Again, you can't go seventy-two and zero if you're not one and zero. So you know, as the Hawks uh, continue on this seventy-two and zero journey, just uh, my final thoughts tonight, man. It was good to seeing the Hawks uh, have fun out there and play some winning basketball. And it, again, it's not going to be like this every single night. But with better players, it's it makes a world of a difference, man. It's a world of a difference when you don't have guys who know they're not going to be down here and know they're just taking up, they're just a, uh, an expiring contract. No, these guys are here and they're here to win. They're here to win. This was a game against a Bulls team that you had to win. Uh, to me, it was a must win. Like, look, listen. If we say we're going, if we say that this is a playoff team, you're going to have to beat the teams that you should beat. And this is the game that you should have won. You have more talent than the Bulls. The Bulls are clearly still a rebuilding team. You should have won this game. Uh, you have a tougher game against Memphis next. Uh, this is on Saturday, so uh, we'll probably do a preview show for that leading up to that game. And, of course, we'll do a post game after that game as well. So uh, I want to thank you guys for checking out the Hawksby podcast. Make sure that if you're listening to this, reshare, 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 <laughs> reshare the YouTube, reshare the audio podcast. And uh, we appreciate you guys for checking us out. We appreciate all your support. Uh, give us some feedback uh, in the comments, on the Twitters, uh, wherever you're listening to. We really appreciate you guys. Make sure you're staying safe out there. Make sure you're, you're wearing your mask. You're, you're, you're doing everything that you can to keep away from this nasty, nasty virus. And we're going to get through this thing one day at a time, I promise you. And like we always say, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And if you don't know him, you need to get to know him and show him some love. Because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. Peace. We out. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.